0: Uh, this is in the Holy Letters of the Rebbe in Volume 7. This is letter number 1996. The Rebbe uh, uh, dated on the 27th day of Tevis, Tafshi Gimel, Brooklyn, New York. And the Rebbe is addressing it to Mr. Yishai Sheyichia Halevi Meir, Sholom Uvrocha. The Rebbe says like this I received your letter dated the 13th day of Tevis since in my uh, office the secretaries, they don't write French, uh, apparently he writes to the Rebbe in France, and the Rebbe could read his letter, but uh, the Rebbe uses the uh, secretary to help address the letter, so the Rebbe says they don't write fran- fr- in French, so therefore, my response is coming in Ivrit, in Hebrew, uh, that it seems from the few words uh, that You write in your letter, it seems like you read and you understand Hebrew. Uh, So you are writing with regards, uh, what is the view of Torah and Judaism, traditional Judaism, about the theory of evolution, of how things, of the development. And it seems that what you're intending to ask is, What's the view that is based on Darwin? Perhaps also to the view of Lamarck. That's the uh, idea that it developed, but with a jump, not like the first view of Darwin. The Rebbe says that the view of the Torah is very clear. One of the reasons why we have the mitzvah of resting on the seventh day every week and week is... Quoting from the verse, For six days God made the heavens and the earth, and on the seventh day He rested. From this it's understood that the six days of creation are simply days, not those like those that are trying to interpret that it means six days, period, six seasons, and also it's evidence likewise in many places in the words of our sages of blessed memory, that the six days we're talking about over here, the six days of creation are days that each one has uh, that the days each one has 24 hours, each one of them and the Rebbe sends to various different places in Pirkei de many places you see that these days are not just symbolics or something, but they actually mean literally days that have 24 hours in them. Number two, in this story about the Torah, now there's no number one over here, or I'm not sure, if the first one is the one, but it says here, the number is two, Base In the story about the creation, it has also been articulated the order of creation. Those that were created on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. That means that these types were created, each one by themselves, as the literal meaning of the verse that the earth had sprouted various growing things, the fish, the uh, large fish, the birds, uh, the animals, the wild animals, the tame animals, and afterwards the human being was created, and not that they developed one from the other. I have to tell you that uh, old joke that I usually tell that this kid was coming to his mother and asking her where they come from and she said, well, my father was a rabbi my grandfather was a dying a judge and my great-grandfather was a big author of, of Sephora so he says, Mom, but when I come to Dad I ask him, he says, we come from, uh, you know, we come from apes and the apes come from some sort of bacteria so what's going on?" So the mother says, well that's his side of the family. <laughs> so the Rebbe <laughs> says... He makes a note. It's known the interpretation that there are in some Sephora, especially in the statement of the Eir HaKhaim that you mentioned in your letter, that we are able to connect it with the philosophy of evolution. But the Rebbe says... One who looks into these, one who looks into these svarim and these sayings will see that they are not written out of recognition. In the uh, that this this philosophy is 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 is, is actually recognized that it has to be that, but. It's written for the intended purposes that we can find in the uh, sephorim uh, some uh, justification. Rebbe says apologitis, which means like an apologetic, which means that they wanted to show to the nations of the world that we can also find their view and their ideas, even in the holy writings, and the words of our sages of blessed memory, who the people that wrote that, they themselves recognized uh, they only wrote it as a a sort of as a very pressured answer, and they had to, sort of, they were forced uh, out of, uh, I guess... Trying to, uh, trying to, uh, I mean, they tried to fit it in uh, because they had to. Uh, they saw themselves as needing to write in such a, a way in order to improve the outlook and the attitude of the world to our holy Torah. They they didn't want to. I mean, they were just trying to sort of have the others not I guess negate totally the Torah and they try to sort of find to conform to reconcile Torah with them even though they themselves recognized that this is not really the real interpretation so while they said it but they didn't really believe that who is Greater the Rebbe says than Maimonides than the Rambam. And the great of Israel speak when they speak of the Rambam, they say the saying, Moshe From Moshe, meaning from Moshe Rabenu, until Moshe Ben Maimon, until the Rambam, there is no other Moshe. So which means that he's as great as Moshe. So the Rambam, if you look in his sefer, Yada Chazaka, you will see that to how much of his interpretation that he brings down in the Guide to the Perplexed, especially as reasoning for the mitzvahs, were not his real view in Torah. It wasn't really what in halacha it's different than the way he explained it in the book of Mordechai. And similarly, it also applies to many of the Khoikrei Yisrael, the philosophers, the Jewish philosophers who were investigating and uh, that were uh, very religious ages and in our times, uh, that they are thinking that they can sanctify. The name of Hashem by twisting and crookeding the meaning of the words of our sages, blessed memory, in order to fit them to the philosophical, scientific views, because that way they feel that we'll be able to raise the prestige in the eyes of many of the. groups of the Jewish people and also from the nation of the world. So they were trying to twist things around in order to make us look good, so that we don't look outlandish. But, and the Rebbe brings the proof this from 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 the Rambam and from the other ones, but the Rebbe talks about that the, some of the Jewish philosophers weren't, I mean doesn't, the Rebbe puts them in, looks like in a separate character, not like The Rambam, the Rebbe calls, they twisted the words of our sages in order to make it fit with the uh, philosophers so that they don't look outlandish. The Rebbe gives another example. Uh, It's known how much several of the great of Israel, great, great people, they were very troubled and tried to Uh, reconcile the simple meaning of the verses which point that there is a movement of the sun and a movement of the moon and the earth stands in its place how to fit it in with the view of Copernicus? that for a long time they said this was the absolute truth until we came up with the relative theory of Einstein relativity and it proved and it's understood that's only proof to base what we know now we can can come another but right now that from the point of view of the science it is impossible to prove either way in the relationship that it is between the stars and the earth which one is standing and which one is circling? And therefore, it's possible also that the earth is standing and the stars are circling it. And you don't need to take the meaning of the verses out of their simple meaning and to twist them, to crook them through questions and know, through difficulties and pressed way just to try to find you know, an escape of this problem. And the same thing the Rebbe says is as far as the words of our sages of blessed memory that we need to understand them in the very literal sense. Number three. As far as the philosophy of evolution, in essence, just to examine it, it's known the uh, approach of science when it creates a philosophy that the reason why the philosophy is necessary that it comes, that it flows from the necessity to answer various different that we observe that hap- happenings and things that are difficult that we see in our, in our actuality in our, in our existence so we need to answer it. So the view needs to be based on foundations that are necessary, that we see in nature, and that we see with our senses, that we see with the we that we can actually see. In other words, the scientific philosophy goal is to interpret something which is difficult to understand uh, through uh, ideas and explanation, uh, when we bring proof from nature itself, then that will make this phenomenon uh, a more simple one. So one of the demands from a philosophical idea is that you should be able to test naturally their conclusions, if it fits or it doesn't fit. So in other words, you have to you have a problem, and you want to check it out, and you want to see how do you explain it, how does it fit. So the Rebbe says the same thing is in our case. There were those people that asked the question, how were they created? From where did they come? All various different kinds of categories and types that we find in nature, whether it is in the inanimate, whether it's in the growing, whether it's in the living or in the human being. And they thought that in order to remove this great problem, the question, through this philosophy. So based on it, in the beginning, there were only very simple creations. And over time it developed more complicated, uh, created, and more uh, 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 combined and complicated more and more. So, to the beginning, it was created a... created that only had one one cell. First, you had a one-cell creation, and that was... developed these tall animals and also the human being. So, in order for this view to be called scientific, it has to fit and to fill many conditions. And that, as mentioned before, number one, that the development from a simple creation to a more uh, uh, complex and a more combined needs to be something that we find naturally or at least there has to be a a trustworthy person to testify that he saw this uh, phenomenon. Sometimes that we've seen that things that were, at one point it was a one cell and then it developed into some, you know, magnificent. But it's a very known fact to everybody. We don't even have one evidence. We don't have one testimony from anybody who saw a development, an evolution, one type of creature from another uh, type of creature. Nobody saw that, and nobody can testify to that. What they did see, and even what Darwin himself relates in his very public uh, book, is only small changes in some limbs, and also that they found skeletons of dead, uh, that cre- created cre- creation and they are similar to one kind which we find during the lifetime and therefore they're saying in their mind that the estimation the correct estimation is to say that one type developed from the other one the same thing in different types of pigeons and the and the horse this on them we realize the philosophy of of Darwin for this evolution. So so the Rebbe says that, you know what, we don't really have any concrete evidence, even that, even that. Number two, the situation and the description based on the uh, evolution needs to be more simpler and more understood than, what's the other? Belief that everything was created from Hashem. Yesh me'ayin. Hashem brought everything to being. But the Rebbe said, in other words, if you want me to believe Darwin versus what the Torah says, you have to say, well, this is a more explainable, this is a more acceptable, this is a more reasonable, rational explanation, how we are here, uh, more than saying that Hashem created everything. But there is no proof in nature to say that it is easier to Except to say that a simple uh, creature should in the end turn into a person. Then, the other option, than saying that a person should be created from nothingness into existence. Other words, the rabbi says, we say like this the explanation that a group of atoms and molecules, uh, that they, these atoms and molecules, have been combined at once in such a way that they created the existence of man. And that is not more difficult than to say uh, that a group of cells, uh, simple cells, that a change went about them in the condition in their lifetime that they changed over time to various different kinds of limbs that are different one from the other, like... One, the brain in the head, the eyeball, the heel of the foot. Uh, This is, you know, you have to accept a lot in order to come that a simple cell later on changed into all these complex different parts. Number four, there are many creatures, whether it's in the type of growing or in the lower living uh, uh, category, that their lifespan is very short. So a person is able to uh, examine what is the change in their body in many generations. You can see that same, how many over generations. So the person has the ability to uh, examine the different uh, conditions of their lives in a greater measure. And notwithstanding all this, the scientists could not come up till now to develop one kind from the other. Uh, all what they can accomplish is only that they can change the car- characteristic of a growth or a living to a certain degree, or they can combine two separate uh, types and to get a, a middle one from the two. But they could not achieve a development from a lower level category to a category which is higher to make to an elevated category. So, which also tells us... We're up to number five, hey. The Rebbe says it's known the rule that has been sort of accepted by all scientists and that is the eternity, so to speak, of the material or fitting to the latest conclusions of the science, at least there is an eternity in the total sum of the material and the energy. And if so, according to this rule, all the atoms and all their parts have already been in existence from the times of creation, Or they were here for eternity, according to the opinion of the non-believers, of the Apikursim. And according to the view of the evolution, then we need to say that from the beginning there were already all the atoms, but they were scattered. And then later on, they have sort of come together one-to-one in various different and strange and special conditions. So using the uh, mathematics, statistics and probabilities, based on the statistics and probabilities the possibility that there should be the fitting conditions so much and everything (coughs) at once is very very far. Very unlikely. Not only, but according to this view we have to say that these conditions were found uh, over and uh, he says, from the, the these conditions, which, again, the Rebbe says the parentheses from the point of view of the science it's almost impossible but we have to say that they were there for millionim and milliardim of years, and, there, and everything is going in one direction, and in which the development goes from the lower to the higher and to the more developed one. This is according to, if you have to accept this uh, idea, this uh, theory of evolution. On the other hand, from the point of view of one who believes that it was HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it was Hashem that created all the numbers of atoms that we find in the world from ex nihilo, to existence. He created them. So it's not difficult to say that it is in the Creator's ability to create not only a creature of one cell, a simple cell, but also a creature for it that has millions of cells different all at once. There's no development over here. It's just He created the way He created it. And the other makes a note. Uh, there are those that believe and they go by this view, the theory of evolution because without it they have a problem, they have a very difficulty. Why did Hashem have to create so many different kinds which they don't see any benefit of them? There's no benefit to them. If it's evolution, okay, that's just happened. But why would Hashem create, if everything comes from Hashem, why would he create all these kinds of types which there's no benefit of them? But the Rebbe said that problem is not removed, you know, it doesn't get answered by using the theory of evolution because according to the Torah, also the laws of nature are Hashem's wishes. Hashem wanted to be the laws of nature. So the question is, so what is the benefit in the laws of nature of such that that's why all these kinds of creatures were created, uh, which, based on their understanding, there is no benefit to them. So basically what the Rebbe is saying, that, the people that do believe in Hashem, and still they, they, they say that we have to go by evolution because they don't understand why would they need all these kinds. So the Rebbe says that would not help those believers because nature is also something that was created by the will of Hashem. So why did Hashem create these natures about this evolution that this should take place? Then number six, the Rebbe says like this: There are many other questions and things that are not un- totally not understood in the philosophy in this uh, theory of evolution itself. There is also many scientists that disagree on it. Say for see for example the books of Fleischman and Shindewolf. That he mentions them in the bottom of the letter. So over there, the Rebbe says you'll find the very. Uh, sharp criticism on this view, on this uh, theory. Also, you know for sure that within the uh, theory of evolution itself there are many contradictions. As for example, to the uh, amount, the number, how long the global, the globe of the earth has been in existence. Uh, and For example, the calculation based on the amount of salt in the uh, so that's yamus is the whole uh, the whole uh, the, the, the water that surrounds uh, the world uh, so the calculation based on the quantity on the quantity of the radium and Ferus is the lead and the uranium in a certain place. Yeah. So they right. they take the quantity of the salt in the Amokionus mm-hmm. and the calculation that they come up by the quantity of the radium and the lead and uranium in a certain place, so that calculation based on the suns, the situation right now, uh, based on the uh, calculation on the uh, left over and the layers of the ground in various different places, one on top of the other. So mm-hmm. the results of these calculations are totally opposite one to the other. In other words, there's different results uh, entirely from any one of these ways that they're trying to calculate over there. It says now number seven. I want to make another point. I want to point out a note that even if somebody's going to come and say that it's possible that now we can develop one type of the other, and he has seen it with his own eyes, this is not a contradiction at all to our religion and to our belief. And the Rebbe even though, as mentioned before, this is a strange and a surprising uh, phenomenon that no one of the scientists uh, cannot accept that until you're going to bring clear evidence that this is actually true. Uh, So the Rebbe says there's still not a contradiction. This that I said before was only that the order of how the world was created is the way it's related in our Holy Torah, that is... On the third day, on Tuesday there was Tad Sheorz the earth sprout forth a sprouting of egoimer, a and a tree which makes fruits to its species, to his own kind, which means each kind and kind on its own. As our sages and best of memories say, in the Talmud of Khulin, of base, page sixty side B. And all this was created during the duration of the 12 hours of the Tuesday. And the same thing was the creation or the hanging because the, there's also uh, creation could have been all by the first day. When Hashem hung it, put, placed it, the luminaries of the heavens and the stars on Wednesday. And the same thing is creating the fish and the birds on Thursday and the various tame and wild animals, and the human species on sixty on, on Friday. So that is the order, the way it was, and the way it's recorded in the Torah, and the way it is according to the Jewish religion. I bless you and your friends, that you should be successful on the path that leads to the house of God, which is the path of Torah, and observance of mitzvahs, practically, not theoretically, but in actuality. And the Rebbe brings down, he quoted before, this Fleischman 29, the Darwin theory, whatever, that name of the book, then there is Desen Desetori of und, the references. which is in the, uh, and then you have this Shindwulf, which is also the dark. And then there is another letter that follows from the Rebbe's secretary as a follow up on the 28th of other Tafshi Yud Gimel, which was dated after the uh, original letter, which was dated at the 27th day. That's the next day. They say like this that uh, the back to this. 28th uh, of Brooklyn on Sheikh or Sholom of Uh the Rebbe said, For sure you received, uh, Your Honor, the answer, the letter of the Rebbe, dated the 27th day of Tavis and surprising that you did not confirm receiving it. But mainly, what interests the Rebbe is how did the conference and how did it the take the, the give and take. In the question of evolution, and also the topic of the correspondencia. So, uh, also the topic of the correspondence, and what was the result? Also, at this opportunity, I have been instructed from the Rebbe to let you know that uh, that he had a uh, that he happened. It came across a a paper Hadar, which is from Shinbez Ulman that has been publicized in the uh, in the journal Sinai in Yerushalayim nineteen forty three volume twelve and now it has been reprinted now in English in a safer called Encyclopedia of Biblical Interpretation New York 1953 Torabinachem Kashak in the above-mentioned article, there is a whole long list of scientists that have come out against the theory of evolution. And since perhaps that book isn't under, uh, you may not have access to it, I have uh, referenced some of them at the bottom of uh, of this letter. And also, I want to point out that I have Uh, reference below, based on the instruction from the Rebbe, only authors from the later times without mentioning the others from the 19th century. They too were brought in the above article, with honor and blessing. Uh, He says the reference over here is 30 reference 29 and then you have over here Ber Lanifai al kritshe theory there for in it looks like all in 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 German and they have in uh, 1925 it's the very different in 1928 another 1926 and 1920 these are all references book Rebbe is also adding a the write-up of the various things for Purim that the Rebbe gave. And since the... Uh, it's always timely. So even though this was already after... Uh, I mean, it's not Purim time yet. It was still... Uh, like a month Purim, before. Yeah, yeah. But still, the Rebbe says it's always timely. So the Rebbe says, "I'm sure, you'll find it an interest. So basically, the Rebbe goes through apparently they had this conference over here and this guy wrote to the Rebbe Yishayi Levi Meir and he wrote to the Rebbe in France but the Rebbe is writing him in Ivrit because the Rebbe believes that he reads understands Ivrit based on some of his expressions in his letter and he wants to to ask the Rebbe about the uh, religious the Jewish religious view uh, that Uh, about evolution and the Rebbe says uh, seems like you want to know specifically about Darwin uh, or perhaps also this Lamarck which believes in the jump over uh, evolution, not direct. Main First says, the Torah view is that the world was created in six days and on the seventh day he rested, that's why we rest on Shabbos. So it must be, we're talking about the six-day, normal six days. We're not talking about six periods other people wanted to interpret that way. We're talking about six days, 24 hours each, and the Rebbe brings different references. And the Rebbe says also, there's a very clear story in the Chumash, when it tells you what was created on Tuesday, what was created on Wednesday, on Thursday and Friday. It's not just like this as when the birds, when the growing things, everything is, is, is there now. The Rebbe says, notwithstanding, I know there is some svarim, especially in the statement of Eurachayim, which you mentioned, that also tie in with the evolution words. but the Rebbe says that if you look in those svarim, you will see that this was not their true recognition. They had a specific intent that they found that uh, we have in our an apologetic kind of approach. They want to say, show them that they can also be found, their view. Uh, but they only, they really knew that where they are responding is not a real answer. It's very uh, sort of uh, pushed, it's a squeezed kind of interpretations. And the Rebbe brings even to the Rambam, the Rebbe says, who was the greatest person. So in his book, Murder and which was the guy to perplex, it doesn't follow his real view in halacha, in the Yad of And uh, the same thing the Rebbe says uh, during the uh, Yimei Abinayim. They thought that they were going to be able to raise the Jewish standing by showing that the Jewish people aren't really in conflict with this. And the Rebbe says, he brings an example that even with the issue of the sun going around the the earth is stationary and the sun and the stars are the ones that are cycling, uh, you know, it was like absolutely... uh, Uh, truth was that the world is the one that's moving, but Einstein came and said relativity, which means that there is no absolute way, one way or the other. As far, the Rebbe says, uh, when you, in number three, the Rebbe said, uh, you have a scientific conclusion, um, it comes to understand certain things in nature. Um, so what, what, what a scientific theory is coming to tell us is how to explain certain things why is things in nature but the Rebbe says the explanation has to be more comfortable than the other explanation which is all these different things that how could from one uh, sell all the all the various developments and all the complicated things and to that everything comes from something simple into complex. Uh, we never had, the Rebbe said, any evidence clearly that a one type changed into another type. Sometimes you, you know, you combine things. You, 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 you bring two species together. You get a third thing. But from one thing to come another thing, uh, we don't. It doesn't make any more sense than the belief. Uh, that there is, to believe that there is atoms and molecules all of a sudden come to uh, together is no easier to understand uh, and you know, and then there's different limbs and different everything that's going on uh, it rather brings down that we have certain uh, an, uh, uh, species that live short lives and we could have seen that we've never seen that and Basically, the Rebbe says that all these things, everything should work exactly uh, is very, very difficult. And the Rebbe says that uh, the question, why did Hashem have to create all these things, is not going to be answered by just believing in also in evolution. And in the Torah, because David is in charge of nature as well. So we need to explain it regardless why it is. Uh, the Rebbe brings out that within the different Calculations. Uh, there's also various different conclusions, and they don't fit. It's not like they're fitting. They come there by by measuring the salt, by measuring the radium, measuring the feathers. They come with different results, and the Rebbe says that it still doesn't go against. There's not the Torah says very clearly, and that's the way it is. There is not a. Uh, 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 evidence at all to make it any more easier to say against the Torah's view Uh, the Rebbe bless them then there's a letter that follows Uh, the Rebbe says that he should uh, he wants to get confirmation the main thing, the Rebbe says doing Torah mitzvahs in the actuality that's the way for success in everything that he does